1: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Lana McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir? Not
0: much. We have, I mean, we've been saying this for a while, but we have actually arrived today because uh, the planes have landed in Oxnard. Like California, California whatever you pronounce it, <laughs> uh, and and we have reached the uh, the finale of our positional review because um, I, I don't think we're going to cover special teams. I assume, right? We, well, we're gonna, we're going to wait. Till...
1: <laughs> I, I would love to cover special teams. You know how much I love special teams, but no, we are not yeah. going to do that. You're um, a huge fan. So we've reached the end, and
0: and really we're on the precipice of starting uh, the the two twenty twenty one Dallas Cowboys training camp, and I'm excited.
1: Yeah, so in full disclosure, we're recording this uh, on Wednesday afternoon, about 1 p.m. Eastern time. And the Cowboys opening press conference is going on right now. If there's anything super notable that's coming out of this press conference, we'll cover it on Thursday's show. Um, Generally, Landon, there's not a lot that we gain from these other than maybe a couple injury nuggets or stuff like that. But. yeah. I don't think we're going to get much here. But let's jump into the safeties, which is a very, very interesting position for the Cowboys because um, I don't know what to expect. So uh, as a whole, what do you think about this unit?
0: Well, good news first, uh, and this is what I was talking to you about, is I I, I think that the position has immediately a much better floor, I feel like, this year than it did last year. You know, just kind of coming into the year, I feel like – The, you know, the worst case scenario for the Cowboys safety position doesn't look as bad as it possibly could be. It could have been last year, you know, for sure. Um, I think with at the very least some combination of uh, Demonte KZ and and, uh, Donovan Wilson and, you know, maybe even Keanu Neal, if you wanted to throw him into that mix. And we'll talk about that later. Uh, I think that that gives you a stable, decent floor maybe slightly below average, maybe at average if, you know, if worst case scenario happens, right? So that's <laughs> – I know that that doesn't seem like a – a, a very reassuring, but when we're talking about a position that we have all been very concerned about for years and and obviously is on our list of, of positions to be worried about coming into this year, that's the good news is that it does it does seem like they have improved at that position. The question is how much, you know, and, and not – a ton is is known at this point, and that's the, that's the bad news, right? Is that there is almost as much unknown yeah. in this position group as there is at the cornerbacks. Um, so I, I think that that's kind of the ten thousand foot view, and then we have to kind of look at the individual players to see exactly, you know, who's who's likely to take a step, who's you know who's going to be the starting guy, who's the who's the dark horses, and you know all the kind of things that we went through with the cornerback position as well.
1: I'll just start with this. I feel like they're a guy short at safety. Like, I feel like they're a a third safety short is, I guess, the best way to put it. Like, for example, if Xavier Woods was still on this team, and I know we've had our ups and downs with Xavier Woods, sure. I would feel a lot better about the unit with KZ, Donovan Wilson, and Xavier Woods. I feel like that's three guys that you could, you know, mix and match. The problem is with KZ, I mean, he, he, he's, he keeps telling us that he's healthy, But we'll see what he looks like when he's on the field and if he can stay healthy. Donovan Wilson, sounds like he hasn't done anything this offseason. Like he hasn't been really involved in much of the OTAs. Um, I know he really hasn't been at the facility a ton working out. So where is he at going into year three? And, I mean, he's still somewhat of an unknown player. I, I just wish they had another guy. I wish there was somebody available that they could go get. But I don't think they have that option right now, Lana.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, you know, there's look uh, when I said that the floor was better, I, I don't think that they're happy with where things the way no, things are no. for sure. I, I think they're still hoping that one or two players from this group that we're going to talk about, um, you know, emerge as at, at the very least options to play on the field regularly as part of a rotation. Uh, but hopefully one or two of these guys emerges as a real player at the position. And Wilson is part of that group, you know, um, and, and I think let's you know, just have you, a
1: Wilson. Discuss- let's have the Wilson discussion right now, because no, I think he's maybe one of the biggest wild cards on defense. Yeah, right. Because absolutely. when he's playing and playing well, he's a, a really, really good player. The problem is, I think he can be a little bit inconsistent in how healthy he is. And how, does Dan Quinn believe he can be the strong safety of this team? I think those are all legitimate questions.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think he, you know, should be considered at free safety too. You know, I, I mean I think that's where he played a majority of his snaps last year. Um but I think you, you've mentioned it's consistency is the thing. Look, he is to me the Trayvon Diggs of this group, right? Uh, the guy who you have kind of the most hope for as far as uh you know top end where he can go. Uh but the difference between him and Trayvon Diggs is, that I feel a lot more confident that Trayvon Diggs is going to come in with a higher floor. You know, like I agree. I don't. I, agree. I don't know exactly. You know, I, based on the reports that we've seen, based on what you just mentioned, we don't really know what Donovan Wilson is. Like, uh, we saw what he was at the end of the year, and we're excited by that. And I think his trajectory was extremely similar to Trayvon Diggs in the sense that towards the end of the year, they, he was really, really playing good football. And, and it was playing good enough football that you were excited about his future. But you mentioned it. He wasn't around the facility a lot. I don't know if that means that he wasn't working out a lot or if he was just not part of the Cowboys offseason. And I think we'll probably find out a little bit more once we get into training camp practices for sure. But, uh, yeah, I would say that he's the guy that you know has a, an incredibly – large uh, uh, you know, spectrum of where he can land this year. Uh, but he's also the guy that you're hoping for to take a big step uh, and potentially be, you know, uh, I mean, maybe a star at the position. I mean, he certainly was the bright spot, or at least one of the the biggest bright spots on this defense last year.
1: So, okay. So this is what I'm going to say about Donovan Wilson, about some of the offseason stuff. So Dak Prescott has been very, vocal and has wanted players to come to his backyard and work out. And they've actually had an amazing turnout. Wilson wasn't one of those players and that's fine. Like he's not under an obligation to be there. Right. Yeah. But when you combine that with the fact that I don't think he really did much in mini camps and OTAs, you're just left wondering, okay, is, is he hurt? Is he not in shape? And that's why he can't participate in OTAs or is something else going on? Again, I have no idea. It's just something worth monitoring. But again, if he hits, I think that the, the entire ceiling of this defense rises because I do think he's got the chance to be, of all the safeties we're going to talk about, he's got the chance to be the biggest game changer of them all. He's a volatile playmaker.
0: Yeah. And uh, and, and I think that that volatility extends to his consistency, unfortunately. I agree. Um, and, and, and I think that you know he needed to have a, a good offseason to kind of – stabilize his play a little bit to make him a more viable player you know look we had a whole conversation with our buddy uh Joey Ikes about him and Joey uh, as an A&M guy obviously is loves Wilson yeah. and, and listen we've been big Wilson fans since before yes we are time. we still are of like, course we still are but but you know as the as there's been more exposed in there we started to see there may be a reason that he didn't get a chance to get out on the field to, to be there consistently because he's not necessarily always reliable. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but- we talk
1: about drum beats a lot, like in, in, in a positive way. Well, like Nation Wright, who we talked about on Monday's show, right? Like Nation Wright has been having a really good offseason. Yeah, we really haven't heard anything on Donovan Wilson. Not really a single story other than hey, he's not practicing today. And this is a guy we should have been listening for
0: too, right? Because yeah. of, because of the way he played at the end yes. of the year, because of the way that he uh, performed, we're interested to see how he how he improves this year because we were expecting a big jump. If if he took this offseason off, or if he you know just kind of took his foot off the gas a little bit because he felt like he was the starter, maybe that's problematic. Well, you know, yeah. that's that's not
1: good. Um, there was one other defensive back that wasn't at Dex or in Dak's backyard working out this offseason. I'll let you you wonder who that that is. Uh, we'll talk about it off show. Mm-hmm. That. Uh all mm-hmm. right. Let's let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all of the action on Bet Online before the next pitch. Head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news. Sign up bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Linda, let's talk about KZ because the Cowboys are really relying on him to be the free safety. We've seen what he can do when he's healthy. He's a turnover machine. Uh, but how much do you trust that he can actually stay on the field?
0: Yeah, I mean that's the big question. I mean, there's obviously a pretty serious injury he suffered uh, I think it was week 4 or 5 of of last year and 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 to say that we were surprised to hear that he was 100% healthy when, you know, when that claim got made, uh, was surprising is, is. is an statement, you know. I mean, I think you know, it's 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 a little bit quick. Um, and you know, I mean, it's possible. It's not certainly outside the realm of possibility. We've seen, you know, these injuries come back that quick. It's just, it's a little bit surprising. So, uh, I think, you know, we all need some prove it here. You know, we, we, none of us are Atlanta Falcons fans. You know, we, we know of what he did there. We've watched tape of what he's done there, but he hasn't built up any kind of, uh, uh, I don't want to say trust, but you know he, we don't have anything to kind of hold on to for uh, for him as a player yet because we haven't mm-hmm. seen him play. So um, I think that there's definitely, um, yeah. You know, I think it was a, it was a good signing, and and because he is a guy that could potentially be, we could look back and go, wow, that was a much better signing than we imagined uh, it was at the time, just simply because he's a competent free safety who could play the position, and if he is healthy, maybe he isn't the guy who gets. You Know seven interceptions like he was a couple of years ago, but at the very least can provide a stable, smart yes. uh, safety that can you know stop the bleeding. And I think that's incredibly uh, important and necessary. And with this defensive backfield,
1: so a couple of things on Casey first and foremost, he before the Achilles injury, he played every single game in the first three years of his career, so he has been durable that way. He yep. is smaller and he just turned twenty-eight this offseason. So you typically do worry about these guys that have Achilles yeah. injuries. Like, does it take them two years to be fully back? We shall see. But if KZ plays the way he did 2018, 2019, even as a rookie in 2017, he could be the best Cowboys free safety since Ken Hamlin. Matt,
0: Matt Johnson on practice field.
1: <laughs> Justin Barrio? oh man that's a, uh throw yeah going way back I mean that's, that's cool. the thing like if he's healthy he can be a real difference maker it's just how quickly is he going to be over this Achilles injury did he lose the quickness did he lose the twitch because if you did add 175 pounds that's going to be uh, a little problematic all right Blaine my next question for you who is the third safety on this team
0: that's a, that's a fantastic question. I think you know any one of the guys that we've named already could easily be that third safety if 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 someone underneath kind of really takes a step forward. Uh, you know, I think I, I think that J. Ron Kirst is likely to have a role on on uh,
1: defense. That's so disappointing.
0: I you know look I I I think if you could play him in a correct role. I think you can get value out of a guy like Jaron Curse. Get valuable snaps. I think he can also be a good special teams player. You think um, he's a but,
1: better player than Darian Thompson?
0: Yes, I do. Because I think that he. I, because I think that he, Darian Thompson, you know, is uh, a guy. I, I think Curse can actually be uh, a guy who can make plays as a box player. I don't. I, I don't think Curse is better than Thompson as playing free safety. You know, mostly because I haven't seen Curse play a bunch of free safety. You know, you see Curse play a ton of slot corner, which was interesting. And then he really only started playing box safety like last year. So, um, you know, I think that there's some untapped potential there, especially when you consider uh, the fact that he's, you know, just hasn't played a lot of defensive football. And as he has played, uh, he seemingly has gotten better. Uh, but, you know, I'm not relying on him. I'm not, you know, saying that I think he's definitely going to be that. But I do think that they – I would not be surprised if they got in there, put him at, at box full time in this defense, and were surprised, pleasantly surprised with what they saw uh, in his ability to kind of move around in that position.
1: I'm just not a cursed guy. Like when I watched him in Detroit, he just <laughs> – I, I don't know. I, he's somebody who is very athletic. He's got the size. It just seems like he doesn't have a great feel for the game. And I think the Cowboys know that. And I think they signed him to be really more of a special teams guy That who, I mean, who has some experience at safety. But if he's your third safety, I am a, a bit concerned. I will be interested to see, like, does Th- Darian Thompson beat him out? Because it's pretty clear – Somebody on this coaching staff in the front office likes them, some Darian Thompson. I don't know what it is. I don't see it., uh, but what is there anything that you can kind of hang your hat on when it comes to Darian Thompson?
0: Not really. I've seen <laughs> him play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it either, man. I don't get it. He's he's uh, because he's a smart player and he probably practices very well because okay. of that, you know, I, I guarantee you that's what it is. and and that's usually the case when we when we see these guys that are like, you know, they're like, why is this guy in the field? It's probably because they practice really, really incredibly well, and then they just can't turn it on when when the lights come on. You know, look, I, I'm not rooting for Curse to be a uh, safety three. I'm rooting for someone like Makamu or for – We're going to talk you know,
1: about Makamu, don't you? Those
0: or- guys to kind of come up and take some yeah. of those jobs and push other people's jobs down. Uh,
1: so we talked about Jordan Lewis uh, on what was it, the Monday show about him potentially playing some safety – What's the right number of snaps for Jordan Lewis at safety again and you know in a game and where do you want him to play?
0: You yeah, know, I think it's it's a a week to week thing, right? It's a matchup based thing. If you find like th- there's packages that you want to deploy him in kind of a safety spot, you know, probably 10 to 15 snaps that that spot. I mean, I don't want Jordan Lewis getting more than like you know 30 snaps a game anyways right like so
1: yeah, I you know, think, I, th- I, I almost think like 10 snaps at safety depending on the matchup and de- I, yeah to be honest i almost would say depending on the running back like i think that's the yeah. answer right because we've yeah. seen him against like alvin kamar like he's very good in that type of role but if you're going up against a team that doesn't necessarily have like a pass catching running back i don't know if i want him on the field like example like, week two the cowboys play the chargers they're going to be playing austin eckler I want him on the field covering Austin Eckler rather than Donovan Wilson. I just do.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's the kind of way that he'll get deployed, right, is is in a matchup-based situation. Um, And, you know, look, whether we're calling him a safety or a nickel corner, you know, his job might be – so specific that it, the position title may not matter, you know, right. it's like go out and cover this running back when he comes out yeah. uh, or, or, you know, green dog basically. Right. Cover him. If he comes out blitz, yeah. if he does not right. Like that's, that's the kind of thing I trust Jordan Lewis to do well. More than um,
1: any of the other safeties in the roster, to be honest.
0: Probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, we haven't, I haven't really watched Keanu Neal do any of that yet, but I mean, again, he's more, <laughs> is he a linebacker? What's going he's on more there? Bl- so, he he yeah. looks
1: like he's about 230 pounds. Now. I, I don't yeah, think but he definitely has.
0: The pictures I've we've seen of him, he yeah. looks bigger than he did previously. So he may just be a full-time linebacker at this point.
1: All right. I want to talk about some of the the young safeties on this team in just a second. But let me tell you guys about Built Bar. Built Bar is the absolute best-tasting protein bar out there. I almost will guarantee you Keanu Neal has been eating them this offseason. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. They're so good. It's, it's hard to even explain it. Real chocolate, amazing flavors. It's just a great combination of low calories, high-protein, and low-sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to BiltBar.com and use promo code locked on, and you'll get 15% off your next box at BiltBar.com. All right, Lennon, let's talk about Izzy Makamu, the safety the Cowboys took in the second round, or excuse me, the sixth round from South Carolina. Uh, who do you believe will be inducting him into the Hall of Fame? <laughs> I like McComb. I think he's a good player. Uh, I, apparently, a a you. Safety. Apparently, it's you that's going to be not a safety. You. Though he's a corner. I, I don't know why they're playing him at free safety. We we tried this with Patrick Watkins. It didn't work.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I think my note to you was that is 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 he going to be the next Reggie Robinson? And I, I and not. I hope not. I hope not. Um, look, I, I liked him as a corner as well. Um, I thought that you know when watching Horn tape, you know he he really kind of stood out. And and sometimes you know again. It's that uh, that technique and I think you I've talked to you about it sometimes I like to turn the games on and see if, the, if I could just identify the player without knowing what their number is or whatever yeah. and and Izzy Izzy got me a couple times where where it was it was Izzy not not horn that I was watching and thinking that was horn right mm-hmm. um, And that's you know that's a, that's an extreme compliment to Izzy not not anything against horn. Um, so I, I they clearly see something there at, at safety that they that they they
1: like well, he does have and, some experience doing it. it's not like he's completely changing positions because south carolina didn't move him around
0: yeah and and look if you could find if he could play safety having a guy that can cover like him as a safety that'd be especially incredible.
1: as the free safety spot which is kind of where i think they're going to play him like if you get a six four guy that can move back there yep you're going to cover up a lot of throwing windows
0: yes exactly um you know i think you know for me i, I just I would love to see him kind of have a role, maybe doing a little bit of both, you know, and maybe kind of being an inside outside guy. And, and, and maybe you can afford a little bit more of that when you have guys like uh, Jordan Lewis and who are kind of fluid, right? Like you, you have to a guy at the end of your cornerback roster, you mm-hmm. can play safety and the guy at the end of your safety roster, you can play cornerback and it just gives you position flex in case there's injuries in game, you know? So I yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm he's one of the guys that I'm really excited about to see exactly how it, it pans out. I, I just yeah, I have real concerns uh that they're not I hope that they don't treat, you know, end up treating him like like Reggie Robinson. I will say though, I will say that Quinn does have success doing this, right? Mm-hmm. Converting these corners into safeties. Uh uh, you know, obviously. Kazee is an example. Mm-hmm. Um, Earl Thomas is another example. I mean, uh, it was mostly yep. a cornerback in Texas. So, What's um, funny is yeah. it's
1: typically the smaller guys, like these sub Yeah, it is. That's the difference. Right? And this guy's like, 215 pounds.
0: Yeah, th- that's the difference there, is that this guy is actually safety-sized, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I agree. I-, I-, I think he's got something there. Um, I'm interested to see what they see uh, in him as a safety, and I'm sure we'll find out. Uh, but at the very least, I think you know if if it doesn't work out, you could very quickly convert him back, and I think he'll be a a corner that could you know compete for a roster spot and potentially be a, a good developmental guy down the road.
1: Yeah, because I'll be honest, like when I watched the tape of like Nation Wright against Izzy playing corner, I, I kind of think Izzy was the better the better corner prospect, right? I mean, I, obviously Nation has had a better it sounds like a better offseason so far. But Mokama was pretty good in the, the SEC. He just – he had his troubles when he got matched up against Kyle Pitts. But, hey, who didn't? Who um, didn't? I mean, P- Patrick yeah.
0: Satan had his problems against Kyle uh, sure. uh, I, I will say this. We definitely had a lot more tape. Of Makamu yeah. playing corner than we did nation Wright. It was tough to find Nasheon Wright tape uh, after he got drafted. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I definitely, I definitely don't disagree with you. I think that it, I don't you think you're wrong. Me, it
1: was hard. It was yeah. harder to find a lot of Nate. Well, not only the Pac-12 just didn't play as many games this year. Was, yeah, that was good, and that's right?
0: part of it, right? And, and, and I think what you're saying about Makamu is right. His his cornerback tape is probably at least what we've seen is yeah. better than than right. But yeah, with the caveat that. There's less of it, and it's a lot harder
1: to find. So the last guy that I want to mention, basically, if you decide to fade, or the Cowboys decide to fade Donovan Wilson a little bit, there's got to be somebody else who you like to come in and play that strong safety role. And the Cowboys did sign a very interesting undrafted free agent this year, and Tyler Tyler Coyle uh, from Purdue. The the size is phenomenal, right? Six foot, two hundred and ten pounds, ran a four four one, had production at Purdue. Is this a guy that could potentially make the fifty-three man roster this season?
0: I don't know. Is are we getting Tyler Coyle from Purdue? or Are we getting Tyler Coyle from UConn? Because if we get Tyler Coyle from his previous stop, uh, I'm. In, I think we we may have something here. You know, there was a lot of talk when he when we first signed him that maybe they would move him to linebacker, um, but I I think I think he's a, he could be a a really good safety candidate, and I think he's a guy that, you know. Probably suffered from uh, uh, from his transfer, right? Probably yep, uh, took a little bit of a step back, you know, his last year in college uh, from his trajectory, his quite impressive trajectory his first few years at, at UConn. Um, and, you know, he was being loyal. If I remember correctly, I think he was following his defensive coordinator who moved yes, from UConn was, yep. to, to, to Purdue. So, uh, you know, I, I, this is guys like this, and, and you know this, Marcus, guys like this are guys who – we should watch, right? Because they have an untraditional uh, way that they came into the NFL guys like this are the guys that are likely to be missed, right. Are likely to be uh, uh, just not discovered because, you know, there's circumstance involved in the way he played this year and including the late transfer, uh, you know, just a completely different level of play, a completely different team, completely different defense. So I think that, you know, Coyle is a guy with when you watch uh, his tape When you see the skills that he has, the athleticism, he seems seemingly a pretty smart player too. Um, You know, you kind of watch and you go, "Well, what, what happened here? Why wasn't, why did this guy go undrafted?" Uh, And a lot of it has to do with like the circumstance of just being, you know, we talk about that drumbeat, right? It's hard to get a drumbeat for your candidacy as a as a prospect Mm -hmm. when you've kind of been dealing with a lot of disruption, moving colleges, you know, moving conferences. It's hard to kind of build that candidacy as as a as a top draft draft prospect if there's a lot of you know fluctuation going on. So what that means is that you could be finding a guy who uh, might may, may be a much, much, much better NFL player than he was in college, uh, but we'll see when he gets in here. His athleticism is certainly going to get him a, an opportunity to maybe at the very least be uh, a special team's contributor.
1: Yeah, I mean, you talked about the athleticism according to the relative athletic scoring tested as a 9.99 out yep. of 10. Not bad. Yep. Not bad. So he's one but of these okay. guys that, yeah, if he can make a few plays on special teams in practice and in the preseason, maybe he is a guy that you decide to keep over J. Ron Curse or Darian Thompson because he's just too good of an athlete to, to subject him to the waiver wire. Keep an eye on Tyra Coyle as we get into the preseason games. Preseason games, Landon, coming up in two weeks. Cowboys Steelers, Hall of Fame game. Should be a lot of fun.
0: Yes, it should. We, re, re,
1: re, yeah, I was gonna say
0: <laughs> your favorite team and the team that you cover. Uh, yeah, I mean it's just kind of a redo of what we were hoping to get last year, but uh, but yeah. now we're finally gonna get it. So it should be an interesting, an interesting game just to see all these oh. young people well, playing you, football. <laughs> well, do you know what's funny?
1: As I was thinking about this today is not only are we going to be able to see like the rookie class from this year, but there's a handful of guys yeah. that we didn't get to see at all last year. Reggie right? Robinson.
0: We, we, yeah. we have never seen Reggie Robinson really play cornerback.
1: Yeah, I mean, Reggie Robinson, Bradley and I only played, what, seven snaps or uh, something last year. There's a bunch of uh, undrafted free agent receivers like Aaron Parker, who they signed last yeah. year, who I like quite a bit. Uh, Sean McEwen even a little bit. So basically like two draft classes that we'll get to see for the first time in that first Hall of Fame game should be a lot of fun. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Continue to support us on YouTube. You can follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at LockedOnCowboys. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you next time.